process. So it's almost like Halloween. Like when you go to Halloween and you see someone's uh, costume, the costume can be terrible unless you react to it, go, oh, my God, this is a great costume. And then eventually it is a great. And and you you give into it, they give into it, and you have a great time where the costumes really don't matter. It's the people's enthusiasm to buy into it. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. And like actually show appreciation for the effort. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I also like enthusiasm, I think, is like one of the greatest uh, attributes or whatever. But sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll see fake enthusiasm and I can't get it out of my head. And I'll, I'll see it. I was like, I can't get beyond it. It doesn't inspire you. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> but I don't know. I would. I wish it was the opposite way. I yeah. wish it wasn't like that, where I'm like, ah, you're faking, and it fucking uh, kills my boner. I like there's people that I could call it out. Gino Bisconte was one of those I used to do that too, who we had on last week. Gino was someone who come in the room with all this energy, and I'd be like, nope, no one's that happy, Gino. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was just funny, like calling someone out who who puts on the enthusiasm. But yeah, I you know what I I would say you to turn it on i think you do have to turn it on i think we're in this time these days where we're like no it has to be real and authentic it's like look at me look how i'm dressed you think i dress like this (laughs) (laughs) this this is some sort of fake enthusiasm of like all right try something different holy shit you might be right about that like i think even high fashion is just that high fashion is just fake enthusiasm right like I'm not dressed fashionably at all today. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I was tired. Uh, you know, I'm jet lagged. So, like, the fact that I'm here is amazing. And had I addressed <laughs> that, like, like I was in a great mood, I'd be faking it. But that's pretty much anybody who dresses high fashion. No one feels that fucking way, do they? Have you ever felt this way? I don't know. I think that fa- uh, <sighs> I'm the wrong person to ask. I think fashion is, like... It's something different. But uh, like I'm saying, Dave, I thoroughly enjoy dressing in my costume. Halloween. Like, yeah, like every day like this or like, hey, we're going to shoot the show. And like, what am I going to dress like me normal and then fucking be an angry fucking cunt? Good for you. You know, like, hey, let's be goofy. Let me put my clown clothes on. Yeah. My clown clothes. And I I feel good. And uh, it's probably better than dressing like uh, like YouTube, like Louis (laughs) (laughs) C.K. Well, the YouTube that he's referring to is actually our next guest is coming on. I see him over here rolling up. Give it up for Michael Kerrigan. Come on, man. Come on over here. Sorry to put you on blast there. I, I enjoyed it. There was no shame there, but you don't seem How like a guy doing? who takes life too seriously anyway. So, Not really. It depends on where I am. Yeah, yeah. But people knowing that you were rolling up upon it, that doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do what I, I do. You know, I'm not a big... <laughs> <laughs> I follow certain rules, and then the rest of them I'm just not going to do, you know? Right. What do you think about the rules of being enthusiastic with, with dressing? Do you think... Uh, I'm all about this type of stuff, just wearing weird <laughs> shit and then not explaining it to your friends. Mm, like, I don't want to yeah. hear their questions. I just want to wear whatever I want to wear. When I was a kid, I used to dress... I um, I had this golden, like, suit that I would wear, and I didn't like the, anything else, and I wore it every day. I wore it to Catholic school, wasn't allowed... And then my parents eventually, my mom at a park, her and her friends stole it and threw it away and then said I lost it, which like started a whole. <laughs> I didn't figure that out till like three years ago, like in bed. I go, they stole that jacket. Wow. I didn't lose that jacket. Wait, so hold on. It was a golden suit? Yeah. Like, it was like so a suit like, jacket. Oh, just the jacket. Yeah, I was born so in the like, 80s. So uh, like if you're going to win like the Masters. 
Yeah, it was kind of like one of those. Okay. I don't know where we we got all our stuff hand me down, so I must say, you know, sure. like I scored, and I was like, dude, right. I'm never taking this off. <laughs> I got a solid goal. They kind of, you know what? They kind of ruined my. I think I would have been a very fashionable kid, and then I just kind of faded yeah, out. Yeah, once you're told something is out of reach, you kind of start to back off of it. You so know yeah. what's funny though? I had this is a bizarre, not a bizarre story, but right in the vein of that is I had a when I was a kid, I had my parents dressed me up. I had to wear a, a uniform to public school. What? Yeah, uh, crazy. And then on Fridays, I got to wear whatever I wanted to wear. And, you know, my parents, uh, you know, shopped at thrift stores or whatever. Now, wait, was this the school's rule or your parents' rule? No, my parents' rules. Okay. They're fucking uh, dumb pole locks. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were like, uh, this is how it's going to be. We're, we're, we're com- we grew up in communism, and this is all we know. But anyway, so I had golden pants. Ooh. So I wore these pants, and people trashed me every day for it. These two guys, Mike and Mike, I sat in between them, and they would make fun of me so much that one day – and I just, like, was oblivious. I was like, okay, yeah, they're just fucking shitting on me every day. And one day, one of the guys – one Mike comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, you just got to stop wearing those pants. You know (laughs) what I mean? (laughs) Like, he was bullying me so hard. He's like, yo, you just got to stop. Please stop. But so I know – and then that is like – but. That's our like authentic dress code. It's like the the golden uh, the golden jacket or the golden pants, and yeah, it gets beaten out of you some way. S- somehow your authenticity gets like hammered out of you. It's like yeah. stop doing that. You stop wearing your jacket. Yeah, they don't like when you stand out and you're like, you know, what I mean? it's just something about the herd. They all want. It's kind of like with the masks. Even, like I've talked to people who don't believe in them, but they want you to wear it because they the other people got it on. They're like, I got to do it. You got to do it. I got mm. in a fight with a guy like that. I'm like, but you don't believe it. He's like, it doesn't matter. I got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that, but it's not. Yeah, I would force someone to put a mask on if it's like holding up the bus or the train. You know what I mean? And I'm like, all right, look, I don't care what you believe. I don't believe it either. I just want the train to move. It's fucked up that we got to put this thing on to move, but you're holding me up. So now I'm going to make you put it on just so that the train can move. Try, like, it's like, I don't believe this. Don't mean to do this to you. I'm just trying to get forward, you know? Yeah. See, I can respect the point of view like that. It's like, it's wrong, but I'm going to still do it. It's like a military type thing. Like, do I, you know, like we're talking 15 years ago. It's like, do I think that we should be invading Iraq? No, but we are. I'm in the military, and that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that whole attitude is what's wrong with this whole country. We're just continually doing the wrong things yeah. just to keep just to keep moving ahead yeah, into exactly. our inev- inevitable destruction. And it's, no, it's that's learn, the best part. It's a learned behavior. I learned mine from my mom. You know what okay. I mean? And, I, and it's weird because it's always very admirable to watch your mom do whatever it takes to survive. But I'm also watching my mom do whatever it takes to survive. So I'm learning that, you know, rules kind of go out of the window because, you know, eh, you know, and it's a it's a weird thing that I'm working to like unprocess now. And I see the rest of the country dealing with that also. Like there's no there's Hmm. been no consequences for any of us, you know, Hmm. since 1776. I think that's an interesting (laughs) thing that it's like you're in order to be principled, you have to be unprincipled. So sometimes in order to fucking take care of your family. You gotta do some shit that it's. I guess it's like the Godfather. Like you do some stuff that you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Yeah. This is very mobbish. This whole language. Like sometimes you gotta bend the rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what our country's built on. That's what every great story is built on. Even the most righteous stories of like 
religion, I mean, you look at the story of Jesus. Jesus is going against the grain, you know what I mean, in order to be oh, special. Yeah. You know, like every rule that was out there, that book basically gives people to be like, mm, there's something bigger than this whole thing that I don't need to answer to any of you. you know? But that's also like our legal system is like that. I kind of love it. Like you can do fucked up shit and like kind of get away with it. And it's like it's you're not being proven innocent. You're being proven not guilty. Yeah. Exactly. Which is like, you know, we, we want to send like what we will not send. Like 99 guilty people to jail if it's not for one person innocent. Wait, does that make sense? It's like you you need to be like uh like the the rules will let tons of people that are guilty through the Oh yeah. That's the like system. if you find out a judge is corrupt, everybody that he prosecuted gets out. Even if they were guilty, it's just well, he was fucked up, so it all has yeah, to But come I'm out. saying like if you're guilty or I'm guilty, is it without a shadow of a doubt that we are not guilty you know what i mean like there's like there, like prisoner's dilemma kind of thing or, or like a one percent thing like hey he might be innocent and you'll be free right right that's the way the legal system works like yeah if it's a little it's piece of uh well yeah because i think that's for them the people who morally have to inflict the punishment because i think that's a, that's a whole other conversation we're gonna get into mike's opinion here but that's a whole other conversation as far as like we 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 put that responsibility of inflicting punishment onto someone else. So it's like, okay, if you want the death penalty, you guys need to be 100% sure he's guilty because I got to carry the weight of that murder on right. my mind when I execute this guy right. for you all. You know what I mean? But I'm saying that, that forget death penalty. Conviction has to be that too. Has to yeah. be one hundred percent sure. Because Are you one hundred percent sure OJ did it? One hundred percent. Right. Because eh, you ninety nine point nine percent not good enough. He's because, free. Right. Because you're not going to make me have the responsibility of punishing this person if there's a shadow of a doubt. Like I'm taking on the most fucked up responsibility of holding this man in the cell for the rest <laughs> of his life. I gotta watch that. Not you, me. Right. So he better. I tell my daughter this kind of shit too. I tell my daughter that I say, uh, like when boys and girls go off one on one, the boy he thinks it's gonna be something, regardless of what your status is. If you guys were friends or whatever, mm. in the back of his mind, yes, there's still an opportunity. So when you go off one on one, if that's not what you want, don't go, because that's what's in the back of his mind. And this is why I justify it. And I always felt a little bit guilty about the way I expressed it. But I was like, because if something happens to you, I'm going to handle it. So if I handle it and I have to go sit in a box, you better be 100% right. <laughs> Don't have me throw my life away because you, yeah, I might have wanted it. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, make sure there's no gray area because I'm about to have to do the unthinkable. I would like to see uh, at a whole, like, you know how they have, like, master class? I'd like to see your whole thing of parenting advice. <laughs> like, I think it'd be good. I'm not, like, I'm not saying, like, it'd be some goofy-ass shit. Like, I think it would be good. It's like, yeah, if, if there's a shot of a doubt where you don't want this boy to touch you sexually – don't go out, but yeah, I, I, I think it's very logical. But then it gets to the point. It's like, so what were you wearing? Type stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, but I'm. I, I've I had like, those talks with my kids too, man. So, Mike, man, what's your unpopular opinion this week, man? Uh, pretty much all my opinions are unpopular. <laughs> um, I'm a. I'm. I don't do any. I don't follow any COVID guidelines. 
None. 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 Good. For <laughs> <laughs> like absolutely none at all. <laughs> it's so funny to have someone tell you that right in your face on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I don't follow any of the guidelines, and and I do a joke about it. But really, the thing is, like, dude, none of the homeless died. Like when I came, I was like, "This guy is alive after COVID. This guy sleeps in dead pigeons." Yeah, (laughs) so that's my thing. Mike, you're fucking making sense. If you hit me with two more points like that, I might start throwing all COVID out out for Trump by the end of this this show. Well, here's what I think about COVID, and this is why, like, you would have that opinion. I the same thing. Like, I don't do shit. It's because we're healthy people. Yeah, and I was exposed to it so much. Like, I took care of my parents with it. And I didn't mask up because I assumed I was like, dude, you're going to get it. You're in the house or you're not. And then I didn't get it. I'm like, all right. Mm. And that was already way in, way in. So I was working through COVID. So I was on the train every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, Maybe the first day, there was like one day where I masked up. And then I remembered from construction, those masks don't work hmm. on dust. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Viruses are smaller than dust. And I mean, they work zero percent. Why, why don't they work? There's no filtration on, on those masks, those surgical masks in any way. Just comes right in the side. Oh, okay. So, okay. Okay. so like it's nothing in, nothing out, and through the side. It just comes all in. Like I used to do it. You know, I'll be sanding plaster, and I'd put one of those on when I couldn't <laughs> get a real mask. And your your it does nothing. You're filled. Your nose That's is hilarious. filled. That's so like they they knew that too, and I knew they knew that, and I looked it up. Then I was like, I'm not doing this because I know the real one is the I have them in my bag. You know, the N95 with the breather. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one works. Okay. So it was just like it was a you know what it was? It's kind of pageantry that I didn't want to play along with. I yeah, guess that's why you seen it. Way, yeah. yeah, it's like being a mechanic, and then when they come out with some new brakes that they say are better, and you're like, you don't really need that. <laughs> but I, I think it's like, it, it is this thing in me, and I think it's the same with you. It's like, uh, it's just like being contrarian. It's like, no fucking, like, I, for some reason, I think this is wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they say, like, the crowd is always wrong. I think that's true. It's like, everyone's going this way. It's like, for some reason, in my gut, I don't know why, and I'm willing to die on that hill or down that crossways like whatever you you guys are all doing i'm doing the opposite yeah i mean i'm pretty obliging with certain th- there is certain things though where i will go like crazy on where were you knowledge wise of viruses and stuff like that prior to this uh, i just basic basic knowledge about <laughs> it wasn't too worried about them um the mask was the one thing that kind of threw me on that i'm like these guys are lying like because they know it yeah. See, they it's not a question like if you're a vir- if you're a what are you called a virologist? Like this isn't something you haven't figured out yet. You know those masks don't work. They've been tested like oh, 50 okay. years ago. Yeah, like yeah, so yeah, they yeah. knew it. Yeah, and they yeah, came yeah. out with it in the beginning and said it that those are useless. And then they came back and said they work. And I'm like, "Well, well, how? You know, explain to me how." They don't, you know. Right, and they were right. talking about spitting and guy was then people were giving me the analogy they're like, "No, if I'm peeing and I have pants on and you don't have pants." I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> Shut up. You know, have you heard that analogy? I, st- I tuned everything out, man, because I only knew no one. It was too much information that, like, even if I heard the right information, someone was going to tell me that it was wrong and yeah. I wasn't going to be able to decipher what was what. So I hear it all, but I don't research it, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? I, I mean I'm just the typical, like, yeah, Hood dude, like the same way I was before. Like, all right, I'll find out what I need to know, you know? Yeah, me and me and hood people are on like the exact same plane as far as it. You know, we were on the train <laughs> maskless and yeah. like there'd be a nod. Yeah. And when, <laughs> when there's a hood dude, the only people that are going to accost you on the train for that is liberal white people. Right. So if there was like a black guy or whatever, I just sit right beside him. 
And they'd yeah. be like wanting to like wanting him to get up so they can come at me, but I'm like, you ain't gonna say nothing. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Right. To right. this guy. And you were cool with that. However. Yeah, I, I actually really like that. That one of my other favorite things is watching like real. I can tell like real liberal people to be reading like a book on like how to save the world, mm-hmm. and what I'll like make a- eye contact with them when they just ignore the homeless guy asking him for money. Yeah, I just keep staring at them like, yeah, you ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, help yeah. This guy. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, it's just so fun. They're just angry, man, without any kind of. You know what I, I I thought was uh Sam said this the other day that um. We were playing basketball, and he's like, uh, yeah, you know, like, Queens is less liberal than uh, Brooklyn, so they don't have as much mask mandates in Queens. It's, like, so funny. Just one little, what do you call it, imaginary line. And it's, like, if you're in Brooklyn, you're just so fucking, you know, up your own ass and liberal and uh, or too liberal or whatever, and then, yeah, we got to wear the mask, we got to do this and that, and you're all, you know, just have more you're more likely to be full of shit. When your rent is low and you've got a lot of education, yeah. Because <laughs> you got less to worry about, you know what I mean? I think that's what it is, yeah. You know what? Brooklyn needs to increase in rent. That's what it needs. That'll, get people, to, that'll get people to focus a little bit, you know? I think it needs to go the other way. That'll bring more of the work. Lower the rent. Lower it? Yeah, make it real low so it's like hood again. That's why I, I agree. Thinking. Yeah, and scare, scare these guys, right? Even still, though, Brooklyn is the cheapest rent, right? It's still the cheapest? Maybe. I don't know. I no, mean, Queens I, I, is like, cheaper. Not the Bronx, but like. Bushwick is definitely. When I live. Bed Stuy wasn't cheap when I lived there. Okay. Bushwick was, though. You got to. That's where a lot of dudes live. Bushwick was. I don't know if it's cheap, but it was. You got a lot more for your money. Huh. You get like a nice new, you know, apartment that redone up, brand new, everything. Uh-huh. That's what I noticed. Yeah. Queens, I'm the ch- Queens is the cheapest I've ever lived in, but I got like a deal. I live in like we don't have gas. You know, there's a lot of problems at my place. Right. <laughs> Landlord lives. He just comes in at all all the time, well, like no constantly. Wonder you don't care about any other vaccine mandates because like, <laughs> you're already living in the wild wild west. <laughs> oh yeah, they got like a, I don't know if I'm assuming it's illegal Airbnb going on downstairs. It's always. For a while there, it was like only he was only renting to like meth addicts. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? You just come in and be like a guy and a girl. One lady, the first week of Corona, <laughs> she robbed the bank twice that week. <laughs> on foot, walked up because everyone was masked up, uh-huh. and I seen her outside. And I'm like, dude, she robbed it on a Wednesday, went back two days later, robbed it again. She's staring in the Airbnb below me. Good for her. Shit. Yeah. And only using the mask for bad shit. I no gun. That. You know, that's yeah. what I, I respect a no gun <laughs> I respect robbery. her quickly. Like you said, it was at the beginning. Yeah, like, yeah. So she first immediately week. scooped. Sniffed out a weakness. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and fucking exploited it, Oh, man. big time. No doubt, man. Well, this is great, man. Mike, where can the people find you at if they're looking for you? Uh, online, you can man? find me at Mike T. Kerrigan on Instagram. Uh, tonight, I'm at LOL, hosting the 930. I'm pretty much there like every night now, so. <laughs> All right. Well, catch him out there, man. Come check me out. Get some $18 drinks. <laughs> right? Nice. Love that place. No doubt. Thanks, man. Thanks Yo, for man, coming thank through, you. man. Thank Appreciate you for having me. You, man. Thanks, Conrad. All right, Let's dude. That is funny though, because also you would think you would think people that are like like anti everything mask mandate would be a bit like extreme, more extreme. Like everyone's expecting everyone who's like anti mask or anti COVID to be like everyone from January six, you know, with the fucking Viking hat and face paint. It's like we're going to war. Mm-hmm. But then some people that could just explain it logically, like, hey, look, I didn't get it. Um, I don't agree. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I think over here with these black people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, it is weird how certain people think that things are extreme points of view when they're not. 
Oh, so you think you don't think it's that extreme to be like fuck everybody? Fuck. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I don't think that it is, but people are like, if you do X, you're do also this crazy shit. Oh, okay. where it's like, yeah, man, uh, I don't want to wear a mask on the subway. Okay, is that insane? No, it's not insane. No, it's not insane, but it is impressive to just go against the grain. That's what I think is more impressive. Yeah, I guess we translate insane and impressive kind of like loosely tread the same line because it's the same way like if you look at like Kobe Bryant's like dedication to practice yeah, you yeah. Go like it's insane but it's also impressive right, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean very well put yeah I mean I don't know like I don't think that anybody is really eh, that insane I, I, I say that uh, lightly but know. like I think our next guest is okay. <laughs> <laughs> that insane now nah, I absolutely love this guy though man he's in here tonight uh, give it up for Ray Goots man Ray Goots come on in here man yeah, look at that outfit and these colors yeah, there, man. Is, uh, he's got a comedy <laughs> costume, too. <laughs> What's up, man? How you feeling today, I'm, man? I'm feeling good. I walked here from Astoria. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's why I was a little late. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what's your unpopular opinion this week, man? Uh, I got two, um, but I think because I, I was listening to Michael, you want me to, I'll do the first one because it's more about like COVID and shit. I feel like if Trump got reelected, we'd still be in full lockdown. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Explain. Elaborate. Huh? Okay. Well, like I just feel like the moment like Biden got in, a lot of like Cuomo and because in November Cuomo was like, we got to shut everything down. Not even one person could die from this. If one right. person dies, it's a tragedy. And then like two weeks after the inauguration, uh, tr uh, okay, April twenty third, all the county clubs are going to reopen. We got to move on with our lives. Like, yeah. Every everybody. And I feel because they were like against Trump, and Trump was like, "Whatever, we got to move on, right?" Okay. They were like, "No, screw you! Like, look at what, what this guy's a monster. Da, da, da. We're gonna keep everything closed. I'm trying to save everybody. You know, they're playing that game." Then when they got rid of him. They were like, "Ah, business as usual." Let's yeah, because we tried to open up February 14th, so mm -hmm. the inauguration was the 20th. Yeah, and they were like, "Okay, Valentine's weekend." Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were right away. But I feel like if he was still around, still like kind of like having his rallies, he's like, "Covid's not a big deal." Cuomo or whoever would be, I don't know if they, Cuomo would have resigned, but they'd still be going like, okay, maybe we'll open up comedy clubs like 10%, but like I can't afford anyone to die, you know, like this, yeah. that, and the third. That's what yeah. I kind of feel. I kind of feel like. So it's like spite. It, yes, I kind of feel like we'd still be having the lockdowns out of spite against it. Maybe you should have voted for Biden if you wanted things to reopen. Which yeah. is funny too, because I, I wonder also when you said would Cuomo have resigned, mm -hmm. I don't think the attention would have any went that way. No, because he would be too busy like like pretending like, you know, I'm trying to protect you and your kids and schools. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, but also like just the news to even focus on the Cuomo thing. Mm -hmm. Like if Trump was still in office, Trump was such a, uh, a media vacuum. Yeah. That I mean, you watch the news was scrambling. Every day he, he would say something so ridiculous that it would trump the like he, like. If if Obama said one thing that Trump had said in the last four years, yeah. it would be the news for twenty years. Yeah, like, can yeah, you yeah. believe when Obama said like this thing, or can you believe Obama got sued for raping a thirteen-year-old? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that would be just the, the whole news for fifty years. But Trump, it's like you just get in, in, you know, like just every day there was something new. He said this, he said that, he called North Korean dictator. Yeah, he, he, it just like blends together after a while. And I think Trump is of that cloth where he would have had no problem having us all still locked down at this point. Like well, you know he, what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I well he would have been trying to reopen things, but I feel like 
a lot of the liberal, um, and I'm I'm liberal, I'm not conservative, but a lot of the liberal um, governors who've been playing games have been like, no, 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 everything has to remain closed. New York City's dying because he was reelected. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> people are like, New York City's been closed for a second year because we couldn't get rid of. Yeah, this I mean, guy. you could say like, w- w- didn't the vaccine come out like the day after the election or something like that? It did come out a few days after the election. I feel like even with the vaccination rates the way they are, because so when they shut down restaurants in November, in November or whatever. We were at three percent infection. We got to three percent. We like blew past three percent like two weeks ago, and they're just like, ah, concert in the park. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, concert. yeah. And yeah. like a few, uh, and like you know. So even with the vaccination, like the vaccinations are just not. If he was in office, he's trying to murder you. The vaccinations aren't enough. Trump's trying to murder you. So yeah. I feel like you were a little bit lax because like we f- like w- the whole goal was to get rid of him, and we got rid of right. him. You know what'd be fucking awesome is if like him and Cuomo, Trump and Cuomo, like. Mm-hmm tag team partnered up and started running for president again like uh you know like the bushwhackers <laughs> you know, the, 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 the nwo yeah. the nwo yeah like because that's yeah. the whole thing with wrestling is like you can be a good guy one day bad guy the other day but you still get rooted for it they're like fuck it the rock and uh stone cold they're like the, yeah let's go mm-hmm. so yeah cuomo and trump together with dude if they came out on big belts Shit, it's it's hard it's hard to be like a Democrat and just own that you harassed women. It's much easier because like Trump was like, yeah, I said grab by the pussy, but Hillary Clinton should be in jail. And everybody's like, good point, you're elected. Yeah. But Cuomo tried to pull the same thing, and people are like, nah, dude, you should just you should just leave. Like, what? I touch women. Whatever. Let's focus on Corona. <laughs> you know. And that doesn't work with liberals. That doesn't work. You can't do that. That's why I feel like. You know, like when Louis C.K. and Aziz Ansari got got uh, canceled, they were appealing towards like upper class liberal white people, and you can't appeal to those people and then be revealed that like, oh, you're kind of creepy in the bed. It's like, oh no, 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 you can't. You know, we thought you were feminists and shit like that. You gotta like appeal to like you know the drunks on Long Island to get yeah, away. Yeah, which is so weird, yeah. man. Which is so weird. Ah, that's a whole other path down there. Thing. So okay. Um, and so what's the second unpopular opinion? Second one is I just don't think people really read like famous figures. I don't think people do any research in the famous figures. They just like take one thing from them and then they just mold it to whatever. Like I was reading a book about Martin Luther King. I read a book by Martin Luther King, Why We Can't Wait. Because uh, when 2021 started, I was like, you know what? I think there's going to be like, another year of lockdowns or even if things reopen, I'm not going to get a lot of spots. It's going to be like a hard road back. So I'm going to read 100 books this year, one book a year. So for 1964, I read Why We Can't Wait by Martin Luther King. And on Facebook, I wrote a thing. Hey, I'm just curious. Has anyone ever read a book by Martin Luther King? Because everybody goes, everybody argues about racial politics on Facebook and right. Twitter. Everyone has these arguments all day long. And I want to be like, did anyone actually like read this guy's, you know, this guy's words? <laughs> no, it got no likes. It got no comments. I right. might as well ask, yo, has anyone read the Chinese arithmetic handbook from 1642? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I just, when I read him, because I think everybody just thinks like, everyone kind of like boils it down to, I have a dream. A white boy and a black girl like play together. Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. go to a uh, playground like, look, there's a black kid and a white kid playing together. The dream has been achieved, and they leave. No, the dream. When he goes, I have a dream. He meant like Harlem is just as, as affluent and as uh, there's opportunities to make money like there is in like um, San Francisco or L.A. or like so Compton's at the same level of Astoria. You know, that was that <laughs> was what he meant by equal. Like right, like you know like right. you can go be a doctor in Compton and make the money you would make at Lenox Hill over here. Hmm. That's what his dream ultimately was. It wasn't like, you know, y- uh, your kid and his kid go play in a playground. But right, is that right, right. was his dream economic? 
eventually that's what it was going to come yeah. to. Like all the all like black communities should be on equal footing as white communities. Yeah, because here here's here's my unpopular opinion. Economics is, has nothing to do. Like it's it's yeah. there, there's no justice in economics. No, I know, but that was like his long-term plan, his long-term goal and like people kind of always just forget about that. Like they don't they okay. don't mention that, but that was what he meant. He goes equality is equality. That means like you go to be a doctor, you can make the same amount of money as a white dude makes. You know what though? I think because we only learned about it at like an elementary level. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted, I want to say everything I learned about Martin Luther King kind of stopped after like fifth or sixth grade. Mm -hmm. Then it was like okay, his name was like on the yeah yeah middle school whatever you Mm -hmm. knew who he was, but like we didn't get into anything else. You know, like Mm -hmm. that was it. It's just and then the other other guy read about Abraham Lincoln, and he like was. Depending on who, where he was running for president, he was against and for slavery. And um, the reason why he went against slavery was if the South won, they were going to run out of black people to be slaves. Like, they were just going to have so many slaves. You know, if we were going to increase our distribution the way the country grew, yeah, we were going to run out of black people to enslave. So we'd eventually have to enslave the lower white class. White people, yeah. Yeah, to keep it going. And <laughs> people were like, absolutely not. We cannot make white people slaves. Hmm. So that's why Abraham Lincoln had to come out against slavery. And he, and he did it when he was 46 years old. And that's, like, the one thing he's known for. And it's like... Like, I don't know, like, there's more to these people. Like, we just distilled them to, like, one thing, and we don't really research these people. And it's That like sounds like he was doing mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he thought about it and was like, holy shit. White people. Sleeps. Yeah, man, we got to stop this. Stop this. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to help them all out before they run into their we fucking doom. We not have white slaves. That's the right draw the line. Yeah, and you can't because, like, have you seen any of these footage? Like, I just don't think white people can get it done yes yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like chinese people they've got yeah. it in them mm-hmm. black people have it in them um i guess jews have it in them too right jews were slaves in egypt and stuff like that yeah but we didn't have a lot of jews back then though so we'd have to like make like uh the southerners slaves yeah, yeah the but lower white class because white people just they don't do as well in the sun mm-hmm you know, they're very entitled to. Like, yeah, they would have been I, like, don't whip, you can't whip me. Where's your manager? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like who started the unions as they're, white people? The times yeah. in the 40s, mm-hmm. they're just not up to par. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like th- there's like so like I feel like people just take things like like they, they, they picture Abraham Lincoln as like like this bleeding heart guy from when he was born. And no, it was all t- like there's like a lot of misinformation that we believe. And, and do we know why John Wilkes Booth shot him in the head? I think it was about the uh, slavery, the, the whole that he freed the slaves and stuff. I think like people were annoyed at him about that, and then so they got John Wilkes Booth to shoot him. Yeah, there's no more John Wilkes Booths running around. Now like, are those days. I mean, done? now you've got to <laughs> you've got to really. I mean, like back then, like when you think about how easy it was to like shoot Get a to president. The president. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, now you really gotta you really gotta have a plan. I mean, the guy who killed Kennedy has to be pretty close. Well, I, I think now you just have to call off on Joe Biden. You probably get him. So Jesus, you, know, <laughs> you can just <laughs> you just get someone to call off on him or sneeze. And yeah, over or under. You think this guy's gonna make it through his uh, thing? I know that was a big thing. It was like he's gonna die, and then Kamala be president. So that's why a lot of women voted. I for him. think he. Well, I don't think he's gonna make a second term. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna run. I think he's just here to like. When they get, and then they're gonna prop up someone else. To that's not a good reflection on our country either. If our leader dies of old age. Mm-hmm. Like that, well, that can't be good, right? Let me ask you a question. Like, like this club, Stamp New York. Like, if Stamp New York needs a new manager, are they gonna hire like an eighty-year-old man, or are they gonna hire like a twenty-year-old, twenty-five-year-old person? I don't understand why we have like eighty-year-old people running this country. <laughs> like, okay, I think I know why, and it's mm-hmm. only because I think every seven to ten years, mm-hmm. life cycles. Yeah. 
Meaning you'll see, if you pay attention to each decade, you'll notice some patterns and things in there. And I think most of us around the fourth or fifth cycle, your 40th decade, mm-hmm. your 40, fourth decade or fifth decade, you kind of pick up on life. Then you go, yeah. oh, okay. I got. But you got a lot going on or whatever situation where you can't fully take advantage of it. You're wise, but you can't take advantage of it. The people who make it to the 70s and the 80s, that three different life cycles, I think, gives them such an advantage over just under like there's nothing that they haven't seen. You know what I mean? I know I get that. But like like on, on a smaller level, we never like we don't let them make decisions at a target. So, I, you know, I just you never see like yeah, I but that ma- America is so awesome. It doesn't matter who runs it. There you go. That throw in anybody. It's, it's, it's amazing. America yeah. is fucking awesome. Go ahead. You want a ninety-year-old uh, woman? <laughs> to go ahead, throw in there as president. Should be fine. We'll be. We'll be. It, it, it's just weird that like a lot of the Senate is just old motherfuckers and like. Yeah, yeah and weird. no, the weirdest part is, uh, all jokes aside, is that everybody is like. Are they all baby boomers? Like every president mm-hmm. is Barack Obama a baby boomer? I would say yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like they're all baby boomers. So they're all like this one age have just been ruling. And like the thing with when Kennedy ran, everyone in his in his uh, team was like under forty, and they're like, we're gonna make this like a big or like under forty five. We're gonna make this a big youth push. But then they all got shots. So maybe that's why they don't do it. <laughs> and they and they young and, people and do they get died, shot. Uh, and, and plane crashes and they and died in plane crashes and you know well, well supposedly i think that kennedy here's an unpopular opinion i think that kennedy's are cursed well the kennedy's weren't devil. as great as uh, martin luther king was not a fan of jfk he was already in his book and then like he said he was finally becoming a president and then he got shot so but he also said that because you know because i don't know if you looked into it but 1963 they were burning down schools and shooting people that were protesting and stuff. He said, because you allowed all that to come, go unchecked in this country, it eventually led to someone shooting the president. Like, you mm-hmm. can't let all this violence that was going on go on in this country unchecked, and then, you know, it's going to lead to them shooting the president. But he, JFK wasn't that good until the end, and then when he got good, they had, they had to shoot him. So. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the whole, that whole family, that whole family is cursed, Dave. Mm-hmm. They had some, like, plane crashes. The kids died in plane crashes the brother was killed the 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 what not uh, who, who's the guy who drove the chick into a, a river oh ted kennedy <laughs> did you know about this no nah. you didn't know he drove a chick into a river i don't i don't follow His, the uncle the uncle drove a car into a river with a woman <laughs> and he left the woman in there to it drown sound, it sounds like someone's figuring out how to teleport them to the other side <laughs> and it's just like come on everyone get here as soon as you can you know it's wild it's wild but yeah no doubt right man this is dope man where can people find you if they're looking for you online man? uh check me out i have a, I have a podcast about disney movies me and comedian review disney films goose is disney pod also um you check me out on twitter and instagram ray goots and i have a show at the stand next monday uh seven o'clock so go to the stand you can see me. They should be there. All right, man. All right cool, man. Thanks Thank for coming through, man. Thanks Appreciate it, man. No doubt, man. Ray Goots, man. Holy shit, the Goots, man. That is, um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It, that's uh, that's pretty wild. Like to just think about, like, fuck, I forgot what his opinion was. <laughs> just trying to rehash that shit. Uh, what was your opinion again? The second one. Uh, that nobody really reads historical figures. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, I just like people get excited. It, it's the, the thing to just be on board with. I just watched Marlon Wayne special. He had a Brianna Taylor jacket on. It's just on some like, 
What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and didn't and like didn't like didn't she get killed for the like an odd reason? Like it wasn't like because she was black or a woman. I, it was I like, mean, just no one was doing that before. Like, uh, was the guy Marvin Gaye and them? They weren't like running around with like. Uh, Rodney Rodney King jackets or you know Emmett Till jackets like it's just a weird it's a weird avenue to go down to get any attention you know yeah yeah and I I don't know like it's again that thing of not really researching even what you're doing like are you paying homage or or what do you people get so my mom would not let me wear Malcolm X jackets like because when people were wearing X jackets in the 90s and I wanted one so bad my mom was like no I was like, why not? She was like, because you don't know what it's about. Oh, that's pretty cool. At the time, it wasn't. <laughs> At the time, no, I'm it was like, fucking that's legitimate m- mentally, like, all right, you wear it when you know what the fuck Yeah, my mom's like, you're not wearing it because you don't know what it, what it is or what it's and about. And he was Muslim, too, so that's not good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, because, you know, I mean, black people are usually Christian, you know, and that's not good. What? No, to, I don't know. Did this in the Muslim? I mean, Philly, it was like half and half, man. I don't know. It was. I mean, Philly is an interesting place with the. the you want to talk about interesting? I just came back from Minneapolis. A lot of Muslims out there. Really? Yeah, man. Selling uh, pies on the side of the. Not that kind. Like, these are not. They're not like American blacks. These are like uh, <laughs> Ethiopian. Like, what's that movie? Remember Captain Phillips? Yeah, yeah. You remember the movie Captain Phillips? Sure. The guy who does the, I'm the captain now. He's, like, from there. Like, that's where they found him. It's, like, in Minneapolis because there's, like, a huge population of them out there. Like, so to see, like, in the Mall of America, like, people just, like, hit the prayer thing at, like, 5 o'clock. You're like, whoa, like, this is serious. A lot of Muslims. I actually like the prayer. I like, you know, uh, I'm generally (laughs) anti-Muslim. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, i do uh i do like how disciplined their prayer is i really do like that it's like the guys who like they have like halal cart and some shit yeah they're like with you know, the, they're 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 they will their make carpet you wait. is bigger than the cart and they will yeah and they'll get out and, they'll, and yeah. they'll go and they'll pray and i'm like i respect that it's fucking a concept discipline. of giving yourself the best I'm, I'm even now trying to learn to focus on meditating when i first wake up as opposed to grabbing the phone trying to give myself 10 minutes when i first wake <sighs> up very hard yeah so the discipline to shut it all down and be like nope I'm about to pray and to do that multiple times a day. Like, man, yeah, it's, dude, I even think that the Jews got it right with the fucking uh, Sabbath Saturday. Shut it down. Those motherfuckers had candles and they're like, nah, all the candles gone from Friday night to Saturday night. Yeah. And then now they're, they're even like ahead now. of the they're ahead of the curve. Yeah, but they just use it now to not answer questions about your security deposit and all kinds of Ooh. weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. My next uh, guest, I just saw him walk in here, man. Give it up for Casey Aurora, man. Yes. Casey Aurora. He's also going to tell us some things about meditation, I think, right? How you yeah, doing, man? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. good. This is fantastic. I love the setup you got. Yeah. Conrad's dressed well. and It's absolutely you ridiculous. You're going to the gym. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> you, well, the concept is, you know, People wear suits to try to hide the fact that they're not a good person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's fair. I don't hide. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know fair. exactly who I am. Okay. That's why politicians <laughs> wear suits. Right. Yeah. They don't dress right. like yeah. Dave. Yeah. Okay. That's I, true. I'm not dressed. I'm not trying to like ever 
fake that I am better than I am. If you find out that I'm a good person, great. That means you gave someone a chance. Right. You know? It's like what you. That's what you're supposed to do, also, right? Fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I right. guess I get it. All yeah. Right. I gotta say, I gotta piggyback off of what Ray said that uh, they teach a lot of stuff in history class, like the the shittier figures earlier on, you know, or before like the, you can process before too much you can shit, really yeah. understand them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not to say Martin Luther King was shitty, no, but like uh, what's his name, Columbus. You'll learn about Columbus early on, right? Yeah. And then you'll learn a little bit about Martin Luther King. But like you said, after elementary school, you don't really learn enough about him. Yeah. Because the guy was cheating, right? The yeah. guy was up to some stuff. So I think that they get all those guys out early, and then this way you don't need to know more. Hmm. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's not my unpopular opinion. No, but right. I, I get what you're saying. You know right. what I mean? Because, I mean, even when you start hearing truths about, like, Santa Claus and shit like that, like, the story... It's kind of fucked up, you know what I mean? Right. Like it, or the toothpick, like any of those stories, Hansel and Gretel, like you know they they give you like a sugar down version, and mm. then when you're old enough to hear the real, they're like, eh, let's not. What's the fake that. version about the tooth fairy? Tooth fairy that that didn't come from a good thing, right? Like, I didn't know. I think there was like a country where you had diseases and you were waking up and your teeth were like under the pillow or some shit like that. <laughs> like if you fall asleep and you wake up with missing teeth, right, like, right, right. Yeah, I think that's what they tried to like mix from. it to be like, oh, the tooth fairy, it's a good thing. That's what they were trying to do. That's yeah. so funny. I honestly think that's Christmas is even like that. Like, right. Just because in most he parts, comes into your house and takes your shit. No, <laughs> no. But it's more like. It's to cover up the fact that we might be dying this winter. Like, hey, Jeez. all of the cold and everything is coming in. So let's just eat all of the food in the cabinets and let's take a nap. And let's, <laughs> right. let's hey, you know, so that that it's actually Lord. all of that cold seeping in. Mm -hmm. That's actually Santa. He's coming to bring you gifts. Don't be scared. You know right, what I mean? But right, it's right. like, because you think about it, that's when most people die is in the winter. Like, yeah, that's, that's when all true. the sickness yeah. and disease. And this is like Christmas came at a time where... Yeah, everybody don't come back in the spring. <laughs> you know, we're talking about historical figures. Uh, I just I was reading that uh, John Wilkes Booth, he didn't have any slaves. Ain't that a bitch? Wow, so he was really just doing yeah. it for the yeah, people. because huh? he couldn't afford them. He, yeah. he yeah. didn't even have a SAG card. He was, <laughs> he was rooting. He was hoping that slavery would be around long enough where he could get one, you know? And isn't oh, that the, wow. It's just like trying to, he's hedging his bets. Wow. Like his family had slaves, but then he became an actor, right? So he didn't have slaves. So this was him hedging his bets. Also, he didn't want black people to be citizens, but that's not the other. <laughs> the other he was like very upset Which about that Which is understandable. Part. Why would you want to give up power if you have it? Yeah, but it's like, you're an actor. Who, who the hell are you? Yeah, but if you're an actor, you're actually at the highest, you're socially and historically the highest of of your whole legacy. Like if you're an actor, like you're all of your generations did awesome behind you. Well, right. So then what did you do with it? And that's what I'm saying. Like, Nothing. so is there any right. chance that he was right? What do you mean? Like, Oh, this is loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Yikes. for him, to, because actors usually don't know what the fuck they're talking about. No, of when course they get not. Political. Right. So is this guy just making a mistake <laughs> when he got you into think politics? That, you think that if they had given him better plays about progressive <laughs> behavior, he wouldn't have shot no, Abraham just, Lincoln? Like, you know how, like, when actors start trying Can somebody to give John some progressive plays? <laughs> is that why Hollywood is so ultra-liberal now, is that they're making up for uh, John Wilkes Booth's error? Yeah. yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Hollywood... I mean, I think that art now is uh, stifled because of woke culture. You know, like, they don't have... Because they don't want to take... Put their neck out to get... Uh, to suffer a consequence... 
that's why art now is stifled. And that's why you'll see yeah. a lot of reboots. Yeah. You'll see a lot of, like, they'll bring something back or they'll do some sort but of is prequel. That, is that... That's more the artist, right? Because the artist the artist is afraid successful. Right. That's why the only reason why they're afraid is they want to enjoy the fruits of like everyone has an ego where they want to be recognized for being a great artist. Yeah, who doesn't? Well, that's the thing. I mean, like 95 percent artists, I would say, want to have some sort of success. Right. You don't want to suffer in this business for the rest of it. I mean, except this podcast. But that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, I like this podcast. That's why I'm here. But it's it's mind boggling how it it should have more listeners and viewers. Well, that's how much I like it. It takes a while to find stuff organically. We're learning search engine optimization and algorithms and all that stuff. You're going to throw some Indian terms at me? Yeah, but also like. I like how you're trying to play yourself. All right. <laughs> if uh, I, I kind of fr- like Hollywood, and I shouldn't say Hollywood because it's almost like saying the government. Right. You know what I mean? But it's like the the way that things work now is like uh, being in 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 entertainment business is essentially like you're. You, it's almost like you're a, an employee at Chase Bank. Hold on. Say that again. Being like, an, an essential yeah, employee? Yeah, be, being like, no, no. If, if you're like working in the entertainment business, it used to be on the fringe where if you were a comedian, you were an entertainer, whatever, like you could do some wild shit, man. You were shooting heroin, drinking. Uh, that's not it. But uh, I mean, you're doing all this crazy shit and no right. one was like even paying attention. Because now, it wasn't as profitable. For many reasons, yeah. May, I mean, for, yes. But now everyone's paying attention to what you do, so nothing's on the fringe. So if you work in, so say you're Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. you have no freedom. You are essentially working for. Oh, uh, yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah, essentially yeah. working for like uh, J.P. Morgan. I see right. what you're saying. Because yes. you're this entity, and 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 there's a lot you, of money behind you. Yeah, and anything right. you do, we have a. Uh, every everyone on the internet is an HR rep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they right. don't even get paid, but they'll snitch on you and they'll tell sure. on you. It's like well, Brad you know Pitt, what? he said this thing, and you shouldn't do that, and that's bad, and then whatever. But like that's what it is now. So like to be an entertainer right now is. The it's the worst time to be an entertainer ever because people are, uh, they're just. But we also we mm-hmm. we assume that those celebrities are hurt by the things that are taken from them, and I'm doing all of that shit in captions, like because like, okay, if you're Brad Pitt, right, mm-hmm. and you've made millions and you're expanding, doing your family, and then you do something weird, and they take away this endorsement from you, right? You know what I mean? Okay, cool. This money's been causing me problems. Like, have you ever lost like a large amount but of money and was relieved by the, it? The yeah, I mean, there is less stress when you have when you lose that. I mean, it sucks to be poor. That blows. I don't have a lot of money, but yeah. it's like to you that pressure is no longer there. And I guess there is a freedom with that. But at the same time, like money causes people to take that choice to be that company man, right? Where And those that are at the top will still be able to delegate right. their emotions and feelings, right? Like, for example, when uh, Black Panther, right? Was that, was that the name of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black Panther came out, right? It did, it grossed an absurd amount of money. Mm-hmm. Now, the actor died, right? Whose name I'm forgetting. Um, Chadwick Boseman, Boseman yeah. yes. Which is, now you would think that they would probably do a sequel, right? Because, and then they decided we're not going to do a sequel. And I believe it's because since Chinese people look down on black people, 
they're willing to go, let's keep to our principles of not liking black people, which is why they wouldn't have a second Black Panther. Not be, oh, and they what spun the Chinese it. Chinese people have to do with because that? they're the ones who back all the money. They're the ones who have all the money in this game. Okay, and but if they like money, a sequel would bring in more money. Yeah, right? but what do you when you have when you're on top and you have the power and the money, you can stick to your principles. Does that oh. make? Hmm. Damn, that's not even an unpopular opinion. I get you, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd have to. Th- I'm gonna have to I'd think about yeah, that. Yeah, because week. I'd have to really. Right? Isn't that crazy? Because yeah. I can't. Woo, buddy, we are getting a little wild in well, here. Th- and it's hard for me to comprehend that much hate for another race, like to even still be affected by it. At it's that interesting. Level you ever of heard of this thing called slavery? I ha- yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, crazy. like slavery. Yeah. Slavery is the hatred. Of slavery, I personally feel came from the lower end white people. Right. The people that are closest to it. Mm-hmm. The people that profited it the most from it, mostly people up north. Right. Who were very far removed from it. Like, sure. yeah, we received cotton that's already manicured. Like, we're not doing the, the whipping mm. or the chopping or right, the anything right, because right, right, right. rich people don't. Like, they don't concern themselves with that. The hatred mm-hmm. has always come from poor people. The hatred, like, it, that those are the people who are free to really express themselves. You know what I mean? Like, on, on any... Yeah, like, yeah. If you have slaves. Why would you hate black people? You're like, these guys do a great job, and they don't have to pay them that much. Right. Like, and I right. mean, think about it. You, even at a job, mm-hmm. your manager is a dick. Sure. Regional's probably nice. Hey, how's everybody doing? You guys want, like, you know what I mean? The He's higher nice ups. until the work doesn't get done anymore. So, right. So I think that it could go both ways. Right. But that's like the theory uh, that I had about Black Panther, where I think that there might be that the level of hatred is can, you could stick to your morals. And that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the only thing. I'm hearing what you're saying. The right. only thing I ever challenge is that kind of hatred. Mm-hmm. And being like rich, wealthy, and successful, it's just like, well, you don't have to compromise your beliefs when you're at that level. You could stick to them, as fucked up as they are, is what I'm saying. But I feel like at that level, you're more open-minded. Like I don't think billionaires are closed off. Well, no, mentally. that's new ones. Like back in the day, like the the elite Christians would do shit like that. Right. Same thing. I don't know how much people's minds change when they're closed off because money provides the walls. You know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah, I think that it, it doesn't lead to open-mindedness. It's only when, I think when you're poorer, you're more open-minded because you have very little choice. See, I think it's the other way around. Open-minded is, comes from like leisure. And leisure giving you the time to consume things like art and expression of people outside of your thing. Poor people don't have that opportunity. So right. like... They're totally misguided about other races. I wonder how I mean? it cycles around, like where that goes. Where in some cases you'd be right, some cases I'd be right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like poor people. They're they're not thinking big enough. That's why they're poor, Dave. <laughs> 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 they're very close-minded. It's like, right. why don't you? Uh, uh, you ever heard of dreaming about gold bars? Hilarious. <laughs> you there know? is there is a famine and feast mindset that one could adopt. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, it can be both ways. Yeah, know? yeah. Well, I, but, and I'm also being biased. I right. know when I was more poor, I was very, 
very more closed-minded. Sure. <laughs> now I recognize my open-mindedness comes with the uh, some but luxuries. But also, it's that I've unfair because myself. you're in you're in comedy. Like it, it it propels your thought process to go further. Correct. Than most people. But that's what I'm saying. Know? Even to come off the beaten path, because I don't come from money. Right. So to come off of the beaten path mm. to go pursue a career in art yeah. and that might not make it. You know what I mean? Right. And to like where everyone's trying to get out of poverty mm-hmm. to dive deeper into it for a longer period of time only to come out later. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a right. There's a difference there. You know what I mean? Well, that's ultimate privilege is to do art. Yeah. And I told you, I used to feel guilty about that. We used mm-hmm. to drive to New York together. Mm-hmm. And I used to feel guilty in the car, like, what are we doing? Right. Like, we don't have, we're not making any money. We're, we're not, we don't even have spots. Mm-hmm. We're just going up here to look around. To we're burning out. gas. And, you know, like, you're, you're on a turnpike with, like, people that you think, like, they seem like they have somewhere important to go. And we're mm-hmm. just on here fucking around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it right. was really weird. It was yeah, I, I had that one time. I mean, y- nobody wants to hear that, but it is true. It's like, I remember one time I was feeling so good in my life, like, I, would feel guilty and and just bums people out. That's why rich people get suicidal also. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like, don't feel guilty about it. Like, this is just, uh, you know, how it goes sometimes. Sometimes you do well. Sometimes that guy does well. Sometimes you do shitty. But for now, I don't know. Enjoy your life. And uh, that's that. So enough from us. Yeah. (laughs) What's your unpopular opinion? My unpopular opinion this week would be that anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers are just more fun people. Mm. You know, because they're selfish in their choices and they're going to do the things that they want to do for them. It's sort of like when a woman wants to suck your dick because she likes sucking dick yeah versus she's gonna do it for you <laughs> yeah so when she's like when she's doing it for you it's like an obligation yeah. but when she really likes to ah then she's gonna fucking do it for her yeah and it's going to be spectacular i i have to totally get on board with that <laughs> right? yeah because selfish people know how to have fun yeah <laughs> and it's weird because it, when I say selfish in this case for anti-maskers, I don't even mean it in a negative way. No, no, no. I just know they haven't thought of anyone else but themselves. How enjoyable is drunk driving? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's another thing. You know what I mean? It's it's only not fun when you hit someone. Yeah. Then it sucks. Then yeah. the whole day is ruined. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, shit. Like, I, I remember driving drunk several times. And then one time, the one time I woke up on the wrong side of the road, and I had to veer over 15-foot grass and get back on. And then it became scary. Yeah. Because then my life was at a risk here. Oh, but in the meantime, wow. I'm dr- I'm dressed up. It was Halloween. I'm dressed up like an Indian woman. I'm just whipping around. <laughs> and I'm having a blast. Yeah. But that's the thing. So yeah. it's about selfish behavior is generally more fun. Yeah, that's 100% true. Yeah. Although, is drinking and driving fun? I always found Dude. it terrifying. Oh, well, buddy, then you haven't really lived. Yeah. <laughs> Driving while high used to look like a video game to me, and I would just Dude, love it. I'm going to tell you right now, that's where I draw the line, Dave. I high? think that you were, yeah, no, absolutely. That's what kind of <laughs> heathen are you? Uh, you know, this is why the temples of Philadelphia don't have money. <laughs> no, no, it's be, uh, I find it a little too, pa- I'm too paranoid when I do it, and I drive way too slow. Yeah. I drive slow anyway. Yeah. Because I, I grew up here. 
So like 20, if you could get your car up to 40 miles in New York City, that's speeding. Insane, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, insane yeah, driving. Like, what are you doing? Right. Which I don't understand the people with the pipes and the exhausts here in New York. Those, car, those cars are... Because them being able to drive three blocks as fast as they can is such a release for them. And it's so pathetic. But they're not even going fast. You yeah, know, I know. The one, but it, the it, ones with the loud yeah, pops that no, everyone thinks a shotgun went off. Right. It's like you have a small amount of space to go as quick as possible. And that is all they need. Because you're crammed so much hmm. that if you get an avenue of space and you can drive that recklessly quick and to them, then it, it's so much more worth it is what I'm saying. Jesus I mean, it's Christ. is it easier than seeing a therapist? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know you what's think so? The therapist isn't cheaper than an no, exhaust I mean, system? No, yeah, <laughs> of course, in terms of expenses, but it's like to sit there and divulge your deepest feelings, it'd be so much easier to That's sit. what they do over the car, though. Yeah, I know, That's and it's better. It's better to do. sit in a hatchback and just rip it and be like, meh. You, yeah. know? you know how long it takes to uh, talk to a therapist? Like, you know, in Gone in 60 Seconds, they're like, uh, or yeah. no, they're like, I live my life like, quarter mile at a time if right you see a therapist you're living your life at like uh 10 years at a time literally 60 seconds okay yeah. quarter mile you're done that's like four seconds done but guys talk to each other under the hood that's where they get their therapy under the hood yeah i mean and that release and it's the same thing with it's yeah. with loud music too loud music is uh i think to me a release as well it's like i need to get this out i need people to see me in some way you know so. I thought it was I thought it was to cry and pub like quietly. <laughs> like I thought tinted windows and right. loud music was you're today. sadder inside. You're, you're just in the car crying, <laughs> but you don't want anyone to know. But that is so funny to be in the car crying terribly while music is blasting and the windows are tinted. Five percent tint. And you're just really just letting it out. Just <sighs> like, Oh, that's so and that funny. That's really the only time you have really space to yourself yeah, yeah right yeah. so that makes yeah. sense 100%. what else when else are you gonna do it when you're hitting your wife no you're gonna maintain <laughs> posture and form you can't sit there and tear up this is for you no you gotta be like ah you made me do it you know? yeah yeah so. that is uh that's interesting man that's yeah good, man I appreciate it. Buddy, I always come here with the fucking bangers, you know? Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, come in, yeah. I'm not going to come here and half-ass it with you guys. <laughs> well, yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm not here to fuck around, okay? Fucking around. Yeah. That's what we do here. But if people are looking for you to fuck around online, where can they find you? You man? could find me. Everything that I do is on social media. It's under the under the name All Day KCA. And my podcast, which just dropped today on the 24th, uh, just launched. It's called Meet Me Outside with Canal C. Aurora. And... Uh, you know, I'm very excited. I hope that uh, you meet guys... Meet Me Outside, what yeah. kind of conversations you having on there? You know what? It's a double entendre because Meet Me Outside has like a strong rap connotation to it. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. where it's just like it's aggressive. Uh-huh. Where, and then at the same time, I think that it's sort of... Uh, it can also not be... It can be aggressive, but it could also be something more chill, like when you would tell a friend, hey, man, meet me outside. Oh. Uh, yeah. I thought hmm. it was, I thought you were going to do like outdoor Brazilian steakhouse. R- that would be. <laughs> when, th- when this one fails, then I'll do that. All right? We'll sit there with the swords and shit. <laughs> All right, Casey. Thanks for stopping Thank by, so man. Appreciate, appreciate you so appreciate much, it. man. Definitely good to see you, bro. Well, see you Casey Aurora, man. He does bring good opinions, man. He's been rocking with us, too, since we were doing IG live shows mm-hmm. in the house. Come a long way with this goddamn podcast, man. Yeah, smart guy. Going. Make sure you people like, share, subscribe, and uh, you know, 
Go back and check out some of the previous episodes. Um, you know, real quick before we go, um, there was an unpopular opinion that you had in the uh, group. Oh, the one that I had is being that, um, an asshole. Being an asshole is like not even like top ten worst things you could be. Not even top ten. Not even top ten. Well, like okay. being an asshole is like not even that big of a deal. I think. Huh. Compared to so, what is bigger than being an asshole? Let's run run it down. Okay. Liar. A liar. Cheater. Cheater. Someone who steals. Someone who Thief. murders. Someone who rapes. That's five. I don't know. Aren't these all under the asshole umbrella? No, because you can. <laughs> I mean, no. You can be an asshole who rapes and steals and shit, but you're. what if you're an asshole who doesn't do those things? Wait. No, no, no. You can't rape and steal and not be an asshole. This is interesting because that's <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh, that's like uh, I don't know if you get into like logic, like uh, you ever take the like the logic class where they say if A is B and B is A, then A is is that is hilarious. The- Just stand in court. Okay, okay, I did murder those two women, but I am not an asshole. Yeah, I think you can. <laughs> I think asshole can be. I think it's too easily used and it can be separated. Okay. So what should be the proper definition of an asshole? I don't know about that. That's very difficult. But uh, an asshole is like just someone who people... Rude. Like just rude. Not polite. Not playing the game. Yeah, that's too. And like what's wrong with that if you're rude or not playing the game? Yeah. So asshole really shouldn't be a negative thing. Maybe maybe we've mislabeled. We've used the wrong word because asshole does have a negative connotation. Straight shooter. Well, straight shooter, an asshole. But we talked about this like early. Like, I, I don't know. I'm a fucking asshole, and like that's yeah, maybe it's just a straight shooter. Yeah, but I don't think I have other qualities that are, you know, who cares if I'm an asshole? Same thing with like uh, we're getting into this into this time where like they're like Michael Jordan was a jerk. It's like yeah, who the fuck cares? Kobe Bryant, that guy was mean when he played basketball. He said mean things to the other guys. It's like yeah, who cares? Like, that's not the worst thing you can be. Although Kobe Bryant. Mean. But see, that's like we were talking about earlier. Once you start paying attention to heroes beyond elementary school, yeah, you're aware of the tendencies that don't fit into, like, the Barney bag. Yeah, know? but everybody's evil. Exactly. Know? Not you know? Barney. Just how evil are Barney you? Barney doesn't have a bad day. No puppets on PBS or any of those channels have a bad day. You don't get introduced. I don't even think... I don't even think I saw a teacher spaz out until, like, fifth grade. You know what I mean? Like, fifth grade, middle school is when teachers got honest. They were hungover, hammered. You know mm. what I mean? Like, it was a totally different world. I've always said that. 1993, I was 10 years old. That seemed to be the year that the world woke up and started being honest with Dave Temple. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I saw the world for what it was. The music changed. Mm-hmm. There was no longer Kwame. There was no more. It's like Butter Baby and the Polka Dots. It was 1992. Gangster rap came out. Fucking N.W.A. and 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 Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style, all of that shit. And I'm like, okay, you know. In '93, the East Coast went gangster, and it was Wu Tang. It was Biggie. Like it was the energy was different. No longer sneakers. We were in Tim's. We're not tying them up. We're walking around with bats and pit bulls. It was just weird and. 93 is when I started to see adults fighting more. Like, <laughs> like it was like if a fight broke out and kids were around, if you were under 10, you got 
ushered away to not see that. Over 10, you got to watch a bloody fight. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. That that is a – I like that. Yeah. On some level. Yeah, I started seeing the world for what it was at at a young age, and I think that that's where, you know, that that asshole connotation is. It's just, hey, straight shooter, man, you know? Yeah, sure. I mean, some people say that Jesus Christ was an asshole. They beat that motherfucker like it's – I shouldn't call him motherfucker. That's sacrilegious, but – I'm sure he was called worse that day. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're like, this guy's an asshole. We're going to beat him. We're going to beat him and nail him to a log. What do you think that's like if you talked shit that like there and then you had to you died and had to answer later? Like, oh, we didn't know. Like you figure the first few years of people coming to Heaven's Gates, they get a pass because the gospel hadn't been written yet. And no one knew the story. You know what I mean? You like, can't believe it. You're like, ah, I mean, come on. I'm, I'm skeptical. Yeah. There's no way that that. So could. anybody 5 AD and under, you're, you're automatically <laughs> in. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this one up, man. Comrade, say goodbye to the people. All right. Good night, everybody. Have a good day. And uh, COVID is fake. Are, are you know. on social media for people <laughs> to find you now or no, what? I don't do are thing. you ever going to come back to social media? Social media is for fucking losers, Dave. All right. Well, in that case, <laughs> you can find me on all social media <laughs> platforms at I'm Dave Temple. Interact with me and come be a loser with me and me alone. I'm Dave Temple. These are unpopular opinions. Take care.